Hey guys, it's Jazzy again. It's now May 11th at uh, 3.30 p.m. I have thought and I have contemplated since my last little segment that I did that I'm going to actually try to push two segments a day. I'm going to try the morning time and the afternoon or morning and evening. I haven't decided or vice versa. It may be afternoon and it may be evening. Anyways, I'm back to being my authentic self. I apologize for any sounds that you may hear. It is just that I'm sitting at my child's school and it's, um, you know, the air conditioner that you're hearing. So I apologize if there is any interference, but, um, you know, I'm really trying to be my most authentic, raw person that I can possibly be. And, um, you know, something I struggle with is being me. Um, as someone who has bipolar disorder, you know, they categorize bipolar as a personality disorder. Um, for me, I would not say that I obviously have multiple personality disorder. Absolutely not. 100%. But what I do think, and I, I don't know how to exactly say it, but I do think as someone who grew up in the 90s, um, may I mind you that I was born in 86, so I'm not someone who's coming from saying, oh, back in 95 when I was five years old kind of thing, you know what I'm saying? Well, I guess that's exactly, but anyway, the point is, guys, um, growing up as a kid in the 90s, um, I very much remember that literally everything in life was about how you looked. You had to be skinny, um, you had to have your hair long, you had to have blonde hair, you had to have tan skin, um, I mean, God, the thing were endless. You had to wear, like, jewelry and makeup, and you had to wear high heels, and you had to have accessories of some sort, whatever they have been, may have been at that time. Again, I apologize, I am sick, I, but, like I said, I'm really trying to be authentic and pushing out these segments for you guys. Um, anyways, I just, there's a lot to that, and I think because of it, I have a personality disorder. Also, I do believe that when you're growing up with your mother, who was obviously raised way differently than us <laughs> in that time frame, um, it's a little hard too, um, because I just feel like there's expectations when you're a kid, like, you need to wear your dresses, and they need to be at your knees. You need to wear knee-high socks if you're going to wear, like, a certain pair of shoes. I don't know. Anyways, it's something I struggled with on and off as a kid. Um, when I was a kid, I was very skinny. Um, actually, um, so skinny that, um... A lot of people thought that my mom was starving me. <laughs> Truth is, is I ate a lot. Um, but, 
you know, food was always a comforting thing for me, though. Um, basically, I would just... I would just eat my feelings. If I was sad, food made me happy. Food never left me. Food never made me upset unless I didn't like the taste of it. And I grew up in two different households, one with my mom and then one with my dad and my stepmother. And they were totally two different households. Basically, my mom let me basically have whatever I wanted and uh, I could eat whatever I wanted. And then at my dad's house, it was pretty much that I had to eat all sorts of food, but organic. And it had to be vegan. Um, there was a time where it wasn't vegan and it was just vegetarian. And there was another time it was just weird ass food from around the world. And my, I did not like it and I was pretty much forced into eating it. And, uh, excuse me, like I said, I have a cold and it's hard for me to talk. But there's so much in that that I think just kind of really messed me up, really did a number on me. When I was a kid to my, like, youth to my adulthood, you know, in between. When I was a teenager, I really suffered the fact that I did not want to be fat. I didn't want to be fat. I wanted to be skinny because fat girls got made fun of. So I made sure that I stayed skinny. Um, behind the scenes, if I was at home and had nobody, I would eat a lot. But if I had friends or people I wanted to be friends with, because I thought that that's what friendship was, I would definitely not eat um, the same amount of food as I would. Basically, I starved myself, um, giving myself basically the complex of an eating disorder. And that was, that was rough, you know. And, uh, so, so basically what I'm trying to say is me being authentic is hard for me because my whole life I've never known what I wanted or what I wanted to do or who I am. I never knew how to love myself. I never properly had, properly had the people around me that, um, you know, were that supportive, except for, obviously, my parents. And, um, you know, I hit my teenage years, well, actually, middle school first, before the teenage, you know, the beginning of the teenage years, and that was really rough. Girls were really rude, because I wore big-ass glasses. I had, like, this mullet haircut, is what I call it. It was more like a bowl haircut. And I had um, these uh, god-awful chunky blonde streaks in it. Maybe too many. And they were too chunky. And then, um, yeah, so... <laughs> I don't know. I just wish you guys... I wish I could insert a picture of that, guy, you guys. Because <laughs> this is why I want to do YouTube. So I can insert pictures like that and, do, and show you guys what I'm talking about. <laughs> when I'm talking about it. Anyway, um, and I was, I had no breasts like the rest of the girls. I started my period, like, in sixth grade. Um, God, you know, it was just like, I, so I was like a woman before I should have been a woman. 
And, you know, it was just like one thing after another. And, uh, it was rough. It was rough. And so I kind of gave myself an identity crisis is what I call it. And like I said, I didn't really know who to be or what I wanted to be. Um, you know, looking back now, I'm 34 years old and I don't really would say that I have regrets on anything. Absolutely not. Um, because without the things that happened in my life, I wouldn't be who I am to this day. And that's an important, important subject, right? That's the importance of, uh, growing up. But... So I wouldn't call them regrets. I wouldn't want to redo my life because, like I said, it's built me who I am today. But there are times where I wish I could go back to my younger self and be like, Dear Jasmine, you're, you're going to become a very beautiful woman. You're going to be a great mother. You're going to be a great wife. There are going to be some struggles along the way, and there are going to be people, people who will get in your way, and there will be some bad people, but there will also be some good people in your life. I wish I could go back and give myself advice during those times, you know? I, I wish I could go back and kind of, like, give myself a hug and let myself know that it was going to be okay in the end. And, uh, so, you know... Like I said, I'm 34 years old, and I'm just now learning how to love myself. And, you know, they say that you're never too old to love yourself, but with my mind, the way it works, I don't really feel like that's at all how it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, none whatsoever. I'm sorry, guys, I have to uh, keep pausing because I keep sneezing. As you can see, my voice sounds worse than it did this morning. So I do apologize for any interruptions, like I said, but I'm trying to be authentic. I'm trying to give you guys content, and I'm just trying to get it out there. <laughs> and if that means, damn it, I have a head cold and I sound like shit, then gosh damn it, that's how it's going to be. <laughs> anyway, um, so, you know, I... A touchy subject for me is talking about my marriage. Um, because I was in a really rough marriage. And in fact, I've been married three times and I'm now in the middle of my third divorce. And that was really kind of hard for me because I feel like I'm uh, not a good person. And I guess what you would call a whore and that I can't make up my mind. But the thing is, the first marriage that I had was actually my gay best friend. Um, long story short, and I should probably just tell you that guy, that story, because that, you guys, you would love that. But anyways, um, long story short, I did a lot of pills and bad things when I was younger, and anyway, I, uh, it had a lot to do with my best friend, the, the pill usage on how much I was taking and using. But, um, and I mean, I was taking morphine, benzos, opiates, I mean, everything in freaking between that you could imagine, I was taking them, and I was taking them in high dosages, to the point where I would black out and had no idea where, or who the hell I was with, even though I'd been with the same person in the same 
house or same building or wherever I was at that time. And I never left. Uh, there were times where I would uh, go see my family and visit them. And I wouldn't even remember visiting them because I was so out of it. Um, I remember being so fucked up one time on pills that... I I think it I slept for like a fucking week straight and when I woke up it was Valentine's Day and I usually at this time in my life had weekly lunches with my father and um I remember very very vaguely that when he was I I had met him at McDonald's we were going to have lunch together and catch up and I had slept for a whole entire week straight didn't even know it because I was taking Xanax and I took so much fucking Xanax like I said I slept a whole week and I should have I should have died there's a lot of times where I should have fucking died but I didn't and uh so uh me and my gay friend we decided that it would be fucking hilarious if we went down to the courthouse and got married and we kept joking about it like haha it would be so funny It'd be even funnier if we had a love child. Honestly, it was not funny. It was very miserable. Um, try dating when it, you have to tell everybody you're married, but then you have to explain to them, no, 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 my husband's gay. And they're like, oh, so your husband's recently gay and you have found out or what? No, I'm married to my gay best friend. A lot of people don't think that and they think you're some kind of whore honest to god that was the most miserable time of my life but um anyways we thought it would be funny and so we did it and i could not divorce his ass for the life of me he did not want to get divorced i could not get annulled because i get you know you have like a open window after marriage to get an annulment so that you don't have to go through a divorce but i mean like a year later i finally got divorced from him and unfortunately that's entered the man that we don't speak of that I have spoke of before on my uh, channel of the guy of the reason why I have PTSD and um, basically you know long story short that guy psycholo psychologically I'm sorry I cannot talk because of my nose psychologically fucked me up so bad that I just I don't know I really don't know I don't have I really don't have a lot to say because I don't like talking about that part of my life because it's very traumatic and it brings back just too much negativity and I, I you know I just don't want to be in the past I want to be in the present and in the moment of where I'm at right now but um anyways so that was my first marriage and, and that was with my gay best friend and then the second guy that I met actually ironically had the same first name as my gay best friend so what are the chances that I was gonna that couldn't have been a good idea right <laughs> anyway I married him it was uh, I was pregnant and though we both knew like the time frame and stuff I already knew that it wasn't his child okay like but he was in denial about it 
and he had got out of town. I took a pregnancy test. Of course, I was pregnant, and then I went to the pregnancy center, and they were like, oh, what's their last period? Yada, yada, yada. Was the last time you had intercourse? Yada, yada, yada. And they're like, bing a bing, bing a boom. And that's when I knew who uh, the father of my child was, and I had previously already had talked to him, but the guy, my second husband was in denial and thought it was his kid. I have no idea why, but he did. And even though we both knew it wasn't. But anyway, um, basically my daughter was, uh, was bored. And the thing is, is he even made a baby room for her, her own room. And, uh, all this stuff. And then it, it basically she was bored and, man, mind you, my daughter was born two months early. So she was put in the NICU for quite a while. And then when she got out of the NICU and she just got home. It was around the time that he had got home because he was an oil field worker. And, um, he basically, when we were in bed and, my, and I was in my, like, crappiest pajamas because, you know, that's what motherhood does to you. And he was in his boxers and he got, and we were in bed and he just said, Jasmine, will you marry me? And at first I thought it was a joke, okay? I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that was a joke and it wasn't. And, well... When I said yes, we got married shortly after that. Uh, it, again, it was a courthouse thing. And so, I, I don't know. It, it didn't work out. And he ended up being a cheater. And he tried to use the excuse that he went behind my back and got a DNA test and found out that my daughter wasn't his. He, even though he knew, because I was like almost three months pregnant when I met him. But, you know, whatever. It was his excuse of uh, getting caught for cheating, basically. And uh, so then, anyway, that happened, and then it enters my father, my father's, my daughter's father, and uh, you know, we had talked and on and off, but that was it, and then. Then, you know, things just went weird from there. Uh, but that's when I met the... Well, it's not... Actually, this would be when I met the guy that gave me the PTSD. And it got really, really, really bad. And um, because of him... Well, okay, let's backtrack. When I met the guy that was with the PTSD issue, I shortly after that had gotten pregnant. And anyways, the guy... I had such bad PTSD, it's because he tried to kill me, that basically I ended up doing cocaine and a lot of pills, because I didn't want to sleep, because every time I sleep, I would have these vivid nightmares, hence the PTSD, but uh, I'd have these vivid-ass nightmares and stuff, and I don't know, you know, it was, it, was, it was a really bad time in my life, but that guy really did a number on me. Um, and because of that, I was a whole different person, and I was not a good person. So, when I had met my second husband, he had got me clean off of everything, and shortly after that is when I found out I was pregnant. So, I mean, there are things about that husband that I would be, that I'm very thankful for, such as, thank you for getting my life together, and getting me off the drugs, and, you know getting my act together because he had lost his mom to an OD at a really young age. So, you know, he was anti that and he really just pushed me. Well, 
isolated me basically to where I got healthier and better. And then, um, after we broke up, well, divorced, I just went down a shithole from there. Let's just say that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And so my third marriage will pop in eventually, but I, I do feel like we should have this conversation about my third marriage because I feel like that is something that is some advice and some uh, outlook on helping someone else that would invite me in that position, you know, so maybe that's what we'll talk about tomorrow is my marriage. Yay! Oh, sorry. I'm having a really hard time talking right now. I don't even know if I will upload this, but I'm just trying to get stuff out. Um, as I told you guys earlier, I'm no longer in medical assisting. Um, I actually dropped out of school last year in December of 2020. Um, they claimed that I had COVID and because my COVID tests kept coming back supposedly positive, even though they weren't, they were coming up as, um, on specific, it said they, uh, basically made me miss a whole semester of school and I'm pretty pissed about it because the semester for us was like six weeks because it was a 12 month program. But anyways, I did that and... Excuse me. And it didn't it didn't work out at all whatsoever. Because of it, I got pissed and I dropped out and got really fucking depressed and so I would like to talk about you guys to that journey too. And also to the journey of where I am now, like I had said in psychology for my bachelor's in uh science and bachelor's in arts for psychology and addiction and substance. So that is something that I would like to talk about um, and how I got to this place where I am today. <laughs> May 11th, 2021. <laughs> Except for without the cold. <laughs> Let's just pretend I don't have a cold and that I just am acting goofy. I'm just joking. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, basically what I'm trying to say is it's been a hell of a ride. I'm learning to love myself now. I'm in a healthy relationship. Um, I'm no longer taking any sorts of medication whatsoever. Not pharmaceutical medication. The only medication I'll take off and on is ibuprofen if I have to. But other than that, I'm completely off medications. Um, so that that might be a conversation that I topic that I like to bring up to you guys is like my journey without medication. I think it's been about three months now, maybe a little over. So that would be something interesting to talk about. Um, you know, there's just so much I want to tell you guys. So, so much. And um, keep you updated. And I really am trying, like I said, I don't know. And if any of you who are listening, that means if you're on the Apple podcast, if you're on Spotify, you're on Anchor, or if you are just randomly someone who just found my channel and came in, or if you're somebody I know that's close and you guys want to do an interview with me about mental health or disabilities, I would so, so appreciate it. So reach out to me. I will leave my information. I'm in the process of making a page on Facebook and on Instagram and maybe a Twitter. I don't know yet, but, um, I'm doing that. 
So bear with me. I'm trying to get my page back in order and get this podcast off the ground. And soon I'll have music and I'll have pictures and soon I'll be on YouTube before you know it. (laughs) And have cool effects and shit. But um, until then, bear with me, please. And thank you. I so appreciate you guys. I really, really do that you take the time to listen to my boring ass. (laughs) Or my whiny ass, I guess. Whatever what it is. I'm just, like I said, I made this podcast specifically so that I would basically be able to tell you my journey. And, uh, yeah. You know? And that is what I'm gonna do. Is tell you guys my journey as it goes along. So... I'm excited and nervous <laughs> and I'm, I'm really happy for myself because I'm in such a happy place right now and this is the part of the journey. Of course I've shared with you my downfalls and the in-betweens but now I want to share with you guys the like the phoenix that rose from the ashes and has become a beautiful butterfly kind of situation you know like my life is in a better spot right now and I think right now would be the time to discuss all this fun stuff going on in my life and how well I'm doing and I want to take you along because you can't just have all the negative you need the positive too so excuse me guys so buckle up your seatbelts guys because this is gonna go for a pretty fucking awesome ride okay I want to say bumpy but you know I think the bumps are out of the way. I can't say 100% that they are, but I think that they are. And for now, I'm going to leave you with that thought. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Or maybe it is tomorrow for you guys. So (laughs) maybe I'll talk to you on your Thursday because it could be possibly Wednesday already for some of you. But until Wednesday, uh, May 12th, I should say, um, I will talk to you guys then. I love you all. And hopefully by tomorrow, um, a little haha moment is that I can talk because I'm having a hell of a time talking today because my nose is so stuffy and ruddy. It's, it's just not pleasant. <laughs> and I have a headache that is like miles long. And I my face hurts. It's weird. Like my face is tender in weird spots. So... Hopefully, by tomorrow, I I have a voice, but I don't know. I woke up this morning, and I barely had one, and now it's just hard for me to talk because I'm just so congested, and it's almost the end of the day now, so that should just tell you my progression on how things are going right now. Um, So, with further with do, I said that really backwards, but that's okay, whatever. But anyways... Um, don't leave, you guys, if you don't hear from me in the next couple of days. It's only because I'm just sick and I may have gotten worse and lost my voice. So, anyways, I love all of you and I hope you all had a great day or are having a beginning to your great day, wherever you may be, from the north to the east to the west to the south. Wherever you are, let us all unite and let us have fun, okay? Because that is what it's all about.
is positive energy now. That's all I want. Positive freaking energy and love, man. Promoting the love and that positive energy. So I am sending all my positive energy to you guys. All my love. And if I could hug every one of you, I would. Um, I know podcast says I don't have an audience, but it does show me when people listen to this. So with that being said, I am now officially leaving you guys. <laughs> I promise I am officially leaving. Um, and then I hope you have a blessed day and, um, I will talk to you as soon as I can. Hopefully it'll be tomorrow, but pray that I'm not feeling like crap. Love you. Talk to you tomorrow. And have a blessed day and night.